0: That's how we became friends, Joe.
1: I thought we became friends because of... Wait, fuck. How do we become friends? Uh, I remember you drawing something.
0: No, that was, that's what made me approach you. Um, like the day before, I actually made it a point to talk to you. Uh, we we both... The class we both had was U.S. History.
1: That's right. where I remember it the most clearest. <laughs> our teacher. We're talking
0: about the Civil War. You go up to our teacher and you like... Show sure, her what I find. That is the instruction manual for a Gundam game, and you're talking to her about like, okay, see, so yeah, this is this is kind of similar here, right? Xeon's kind of like, uh,
1: kind of like the Confederates. And <laughs> what the fuck? I do. I don't yeah, remember I, that. But that sounds. That sounds. <laughs> that sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. But see, when I see that, I'm like, this guy's
0: my kind of people. <laughs> okay, I got. I got. I got to befriend this guy right now. And I couldn't do it right now, but I did it the following
2: day. Joe, do you remember the first time we met?
1: Uh, the only... I just remember seeing you in Lionel's garage. And I think that's <laughs> that's my first time I remember meeting you, at I least.
2: I that's the exact same memory I have. Okay. Even, <laughs> I don't think we ever like shook hands and no. introduced.
1: <laughs> we were just there.
2: I remember you sitting in... <laughs> When you would come and hang out, you would just, like, sit in a chair behind, like, the couches in the driveway with, like, your hat over your face, shaking your leg,
1: and, like, listening to T-Tide sleeps. Damn, that's an image.
0: And welcome, uh, welcome... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as well as any new listeners to the Old Tapio Connection. Yeah, duh d- Joe Face, Michael, Angelina, myself. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry for any sorry for both any ambient noise and my lack of enthusiasm. I um, am either suffering from a number of undiagnosed health conditions or just a. The dynamite combination of hypochondria and anxiety, but uh I feel really weird. <laughs> Wish I could take it as well as Mike is taking his health issues. So, you know, think about him. He's a good guy. But um it's not all bad news. I just got back from a trip from Reno uh, a trip to Reno, I should say. And my sister's married now. Yeah! Yay! Hey, clap, damn you. Celebration, bitches. Enjoy yourself. Anyway, if my brain isn't completely frazzled, the episode you should be listening to today is Vampire Hunter D. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Joe and Mike pull something special on me in this episode. Anyway, please enjoy get something out of the way here I still like this movie even looking at it with adult eyes but uh just doesn't doesn't make a whole lot of sense but um, after watching it a couple times I think I have figured out why and maybe it's not terrible well the fact that it doesn't make sense isn't terrible but uh yeah I guess I'll uh, we'll just get right into it Joe
1: what was it like going back to Vampire Hunter D? There was a, a lot of laughter, but not because it was funny. It, it, was just, it was just so ridiculous. There were so many inconsistencies and just weird things happening that uh, I mean, I don't. It, it doesn't. I had so much nostalgia for it and what it was in my mind. Was after a long time ago, which I remember it being this amazing anime with just crazy violence and vampires and all these really cool demons, which it still all had. But now watching it after so long, it, it just seems so ridiculous. Like all of it, it's just everything about it. It's just it's funny. Just the acting, maybe because I was watching the dub, the acting is just kind of it's special and it, just the characters and. It just feels like a really a really cheesy vampire movie. that's what it kind of that's the way I kept getting with it. I still enjoyed it, but I was just I was cracking up the entire way through. It was like that this really happened is is this all happening right now is, uh, yeah, so it was it was good going back to it after such a long time, but man, it is not what I remembered at all
0: uh Mike, were you laughing the whole
1: way too?
2: Uh did I watch the right one?
1: There were two. Did you watch uh, Bloodlust or the 1985 one? I watched Yeah, you
2: did watch the uh, 85
1: one. Wait, what? Oh god. Did, did you watch uh 85, the original?
2: I uh, watched Bloodlust.
1: That's the newest one.
2: Ah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. I didn't I didn't know there was a you didn't specify. I didn't know there was more than one.
0: Uh
1: it's funny because until we started, I didn't know they made a newer one either. That's mm. uh, that kind of mm. I wasn't. Well, to I liked it. Yeah, it was good. How, uh, what was it about? Because I've actually never seen that one.
2: Oh, it's about this vampire man, or no, half vampire man, and he uh, he's chasing. He gets hired to chase down these uh, these uh, this. Vampire that's kidnapped a lady.
1: Sounds like a remake. That's what it's sounding like. Because that's what the original no, one not. was. It's not? Okay. It's a different. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, okay. So this episode isn't going to be about Vampire Hunter D. This episode's going to be about us talking about whatever the fuck we want right now. So. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> well, we can that's, still... what you, that's, that's what you're listening to. I'm sorry, dear listeners. Hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. Anyway.
2: <laughs> well, we can still talk about it.
1: Uh, I, I kind of want to know what Bloodlust was about. Blood? I, I haven't.
0: Uh, it was, right, I mean... right, uh,
1: both of you shut up for a minute.
0: I'll tell you what Bloodlust is about. Bloodlust starts off kind of like the original where you have one vampire abducting the other comes to find out that in the case of Bloodlust, the vampire who abducts the woman isn't exactly evil and the woman wants to go with him. In spite of that, they still all have to, you know, both the and this uh, group of mercenary bounty hunters have to chase after the vampire and the woman. And...
2: Yeah, it was really uh, a nice love story. Hmm. Huh. I, gotta... I really like the ending. They do some... Uh some really cool plot boomerangs that i think pay off nicely but but yeah i mean it, a lot of it's kind of crazy like it just doesn't it's there's lasers for some reason <laughs> and uh but uh, i don't know there's a really interesting character in it that um, her name's uh, Layla i really like her she's a uh, she was, she was good i, I like her
1: so it's seeming like between the the three of us, I'm the only one who hasn't seen this. So Lionel, why don't you shift it to this this that particular? We, one. we have
2: we have a weird V going on right now. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So let's just go off with of that anime. I mean, you guys, we should be able to have a good discussion about it since both of you have already seen it. You still there, Lionel? Oh, damn! I debuted it because I went to get the other thing of wine. I see. He's <laughs> we're losing him. Uh, uh, yeah, that would be f- if I watched Bloodlust any
0: time before the last. I don't know, like. I don't know five years since i that thing.
1: I see. Hmm. Uh, can we make this work? I, I, I think uh, we. Yeah, we can. All right. I think we no, can. This is going
0: to be a random ass shit podcast, loosely related to Vampire Hunter D. All right. Yeah,
2: You can talk about both And then me and Joe can chime in on our thoughts
0: Yeah, let's see where, let's see where that goes <laughs> Except I don't really remember Bloodlust Anywhere near as well as the other one On account of I just watched the other one yesterday hmm. mm. Well, that's where I come in
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Break it down for us, Mike Oh dear
2: That's good
1: Okay <sighs>
0: He
2: has right. a, does, so, he have the, does he have
0: the talking hand in the other one? He has the talking hand in both. That's a consistent thing. Okay, so Bloodlust is meant to be a loose adaption of what was the second novel. You see, Vampire Hunter D is based on the series of novels. Hold on a sec. Um, Sorry. Yeah. start. So, Vampire Hunter D is supposed to be based on a series of novels. Um, but it is based on a series of novels. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bloodlust is based on the third novel. I think it's called Demon... Demon something chase. And it's a bit different from the anime. I mean, there's a difference between Vampire Hunter D and the first novel. But uh, in the case of the third novel, Bloodlust, uh, they change aspects of certain characters and the tone to make it just a more enjoyable experience. Um, wait, was there a question, or am I just rambling? Mm-hmm. I
1: think you're just I gi- yeah. I think you're just giving some backstory on Bloodlust, which is yeah. fine. It's good.
2: Yeah, where does it come from? Because it. I did get the sense that this is one of those things that's, oh, this has been around for a long time and there's probably a long history. Hmm. Uh, Like every anime that we watch (laughs) that I'm like, oh, there's probably a lot more behind this than just
0: this movie that I'm watching. Very much the case with D. Um, The big drawing point to Vampire Hunter D as a whole is the world it's in. I think it's like Thirteen thousand something AD is supposed to be the date. It's super far into the future, but um, mm. it's anachronism city. Um. I think the rough idea behind this timeline is that somewhere between in like the early two thousands or nineteen ninety something, like the Japanese were really obsessed with the idea of the world getting newt <laughs> in the nineties. <laughs> like this North Star which is all about the post-apocalypse is set in like 1990X
2: <laughs> I really like that yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, just, just nuked at that point but in the case of Vampire Hunter D the idea is that vampires exist and they may have been behind this and what they did is they use they they knew the nukes were coming may have set them in motion but they uh hid underground waited out the radiation the fallout all that stuff and continued to develop technology alongside their own dark ma- powers magic whatever and that's where you get this like weird combination of like gothic architecture Core looking shit alongside bracket uh, high tech stuff, like cyborgs, and
1: cyborg horses, and there spaceships. In the in the first one, there was <laughs> cyborg horses. Whoa, cyborg.
0: Uh, yeah, cyborg horses, and also where all these uh, mutants and demons and crazy animals and sentient space clouds
1: that eat your. Eat your <laughs> eat your farm animals comes from and, and don't forget the ghost wolves and all the that craziness uh, yeah there's crazy hmm.
0: ghost wolves and like flying guys with swords for feet
2: and hmm. bloodlust there were uh, Seems like there was just zombies <laughs> and lasers oh no wait there yeah. was a guy with a fucking dog for a stomach
0: whoa he, yeah he's like crazy wolf man
2: yeah. Right. Yeah. His whole stomach is just a dog's face.
1: Damn. How does that how does he eat?
2: Um probably by whichever one he chooses.
1: He <laughs> chooses, yes. Yeah. If he wants to eat a little, he uses his mouth. If he wants yeah. to
0: eat a lot, uses the dog. Uh.
2: Yeah. It's like that guy, did you guys see that uh, ask me anything on Reddit? The guy with two cocks
1: what no i
2: think he said he can choose which one he wants to pee out of
1: how does that work
2: i'm not really sure
1: whoa that's i need a doctor's advice on that one
0: Hmm. it's nice to have options i guess
1: (laughs) indeed it is Mm. when you got two cocks
0: uh, yeah, that's sort of where all the crazy anachronistic stuff comes from and it kind of gives you a lot of room to, a lot of places to pull from. It's uh, very easy to create lore and it's a nice world to really work in. I remember one of the things I thought when I was rewatching D was um, I'd really like to play a game in this setting or even more like an MMO in this setting. Just, just Something about the anime really made me want to explore the world a bit more.
1: Wasn't there a Vampire Hunter D game? I think I saw that. Yeah,
0: it was uh, very straightforward, though.
1: Hmm. It's
0: kind of like Castlevania. Run through the castle, kill shit. Yeah. I think so it's I roughly see. based on
2: Bloodlust. I've, I've noticed this. I I feel like you really like vampires and
0: stuff. Kinda. Well, it was one of the things that was gonna, well, I guess it's still gonna come up in this episode, is the fact that uh, I saw Vampire Hunter D when I was really young. It wasn't my first anime, but it was the first time I saw an anime and knew it was something different. Mm. And it's really informed a lot of, like, what I'm interested in, what I find cool, what is visually appealing to me, and the kind of entertainment I like to take in. It was very
1: informative. Of my childhood,
2: yeah, like me and Bill and Ted, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, this anime was also one of the the animes that I can remember back the furthest in my memory. Uh, this is, and that's why I guess it was so jarring when I saw it again because it really was not, like nothing I remember at all. I remember the hand and the hand being really awesome, but um, it, um. um... It's when you can get
0: past how disorienting it is it's actually just a very simple story but yeah. there's a lot they're trying to cram in to that hour and 20 minutes
1: I did like in the first the first movie how they got directly to the point where there wasn't really a lot of uh, just talking and kind of figuring out what's happening in the world it's that you know she she finds someone to hire to kill the vampires and then he goes and tries to kill them and that's pretty much yeah. How the movie plays out, which was nice because it jumps right into the
0: action. Yeah, there's setbacks in between. There's back and forth between the sides. The problem is, is like, there isn't. They're not. They can't really indicate a passage of time in this. So it seems kind of like all this shit's happening in like the same night or maybe over the course of two nights, or I think it's probably. A much longer amount of time.
1: Yeah, that was confusing. Out of somehow, when he was going into the castle trying to take find the count and take him down, at that same point in time, they were kidnapping the girl, and she was somehow appearing in the castle. That girl and that boy get kidnapped so many times. You can make a drinking game. You could, but uh, but I'm actually kind of curious, uh, Mike, with uh, the Bloodlust movie. How did that play? What was the story? How did that play out? Was it him trying to kill just the big vampire guy, or
2: yeah? Well, it seems uh, like it's similar, but he ends up being like a a real cool dude. Hmm. But uh, he's ba- basically there's a he's a, he is in love with this woman, and she he doesn't kidnap her; she just goes with him. And then by the end, um I don't know, should I spoil it, jumper cables?
0: Uh this this podcast is already a huge clusterfuck, so why not?
2: <laughs> uh, well anyway, uh they well he he kind of um he takes her to like this castle of this vampire he knows and uh and she's uh she's crazy. And so she kind of ends up being the main villain, mm. um, while he's trying to get with his girl, and then D is like fighting this other big badass vampire, and uh, yeah, she, uh, yeah, and then and then the girl gets killed, oh. um, and then D like lets the dude live. He's like, oh, I can. I can just take this ring and and be like, yeah, look. She's dead. Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, damn. Yeah. Wait, so was it the, the girl who died, the girl that was with him or the girl that he the woman that he met inside of the inside the castle place or wherever?
2: Uh, both. It's not the evil oh,
1: both. Both. Oh, it was both of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. yeah. Well, yeah, he kills the evil one. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, that's
0: proof I don't remember this. I could have sworn yeah. the nice lady got resurrected. It was like a vampire.
2: No, I was actually confused about how she got killed. I So she got bitten, or maybe she got killed, and then he tried to bite her to revive her, but it didn't work. But uh, she mm-hmm. died, and then the other girl, Layla, who is a badass, who I love, she's my favorite character. She's like She has this great moment where she's like, I'm tired of all this killing, like, I don't like all this death, and she pulls the ring off the girl's dead body and hands it to to D, because he's fighting with the the vampire dude, and then he just, Mm -hmm. like, stabs him, and then takes the ring, and he's like, alright, I got this ring, you can get out of here, and then... And then the guy takes off on his
0: rocket ship.
1: (laughs) What? Really? Yeah. Uh, Oh, my God. What the
0: fuck? Well, yeah, they were trying to escape the space because
1: no one was going to have them. No, no, but But it's just. What? Yeah. What's going on? Oh, God.
2: They make a big deal where it's like, oh, you know, uh, a vampire human miscegenation is not okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Separate but equal. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but not really, because uh, vampires are considered to be nobility by default in this world. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, in this world, it seemed like well, you, you kind of said it was the same in the other one, but it was like they're like almost extinct, and everybody hates them, and
1: uh, and they yeah. don't even
2: like D. There's this really great scene I love too. Like, I, I really enjoyed how it kind of plays with history like there's a history to to this character he's been around so long and he'll even be around later um, there's this scene where he goes to buy a horse and this old man's like oh yeah he's really friendly and then all these guys come in and it's kind of like a western really part of it
0: like yeah the thing that's one of like the um, inspirations they pull from is western like this setting is like part horror, part post-apocalypse, part cyberpunk, part Western, maybe even a little sci-fi. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And that's why I
2: love it. Yeah, I dug the combination. He's definitely... It's always funny to see Japan do Westerns because Westerns are so similar to samurai stories. But uh, anyway, in that scene, the guy... Um, these guys come and they bum rush him and they're like we we don't sell your kind fucking horses get the fuck out of here and then the guy's like no way he's cool I'll sell who I want to but then he's like he tells them this story about how he was like kid, like all these kids were kidnapped by a vampire or some shit and they hired some guy to come like get them all out and then this old man's like I recognize you you're the guy you have the same face as you did back then but when i was a kid i was one of those kids that got saved and so he let him go it was it was it was kind of strange cuz uh, like a big chunk of the beginning of the movie is just like random ghouls flying around and killing and lasers and and like bats <laughs> and then it's
0: zombie then it's, time
2: yeah and then it starts to have all these interesting quiet moments between characters that i like
1: there's all these different wow there's so many di- maybe that's why i was cracking because this is so many different like you said western post-apocalyptics just <laughs> there's all these different elements crammed in it's just it's so out there Great. It's kind of interesting that it seems like different characters are living in
0: different genres. Yeah. And yeah. Usually, the ones that live in these different genres
1: don't get along too well. No. Not at all. I just can't stop He's having a. Move from one to another. I can't stop having a picture in my head of a vampire sitting on top of a rocket, just blasting off into the sky, laughing.
2: That's sitting on the. Rocket.
1: I know, but gets that's in the rocket. I know. That's even better. He gets into the rocket like a normal human or a normal humanoid. Astro- Joe,
2: astronaut.
1: I know, but it's just he's funny a, he's to he's me. It's a vampire racism, Joe. It, well, if, well, then I'm a racist, but it's yeah. just—it's hilarious. Just the vampires yeah. and I mean, rockets. It's, it's, it's a great. really uh, gothic rocket ship. Yeah, it's really
2: interesting. That's
1: even oh, yeah. better. It was made by vampires powered by just candles. like how. Uh, uh,
0: Count Magnus Lee's castle looks like a Frank Franchetta painting. Yeah, it's all... Uh. Yeah, um... I was a little disappointed that Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust fell short of something I want to see more of in not just an anime but in media in general, which is Vampire Space Battle! <laughs> what the fuck? Hmm. Like, anytime yeah. you hear me scream that I'm having a good time. Is to this day, I think done? I've done. Lost- I've only seen one. It was in the Darkstalker anime and it was uh tragically short.
2: Hmm. I feel like there's uh, something. I feel like I that I feel like I've seen that somewhere. There's gotta be a vampires in space movie uh, somewhere.
0: Oh, technically it happened in what is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life, which is called uh, Dracula three thousand. <laughs> oh that movie. That movie is terrible. <laughs> Hmm. Not Dracula 2000 Dracula 3000 Mm. That movie is Hot ass clown shoes Melting into the floor Dracula
2: 2000 good?
0: I don't know But it was like actually released in theaters Yeah Dracula 2000 wasn't even straight to video It was straight to (laughs) sci-fi (laughs) That's
1: how you know it's good
2: Yeah The sci-fi channel
0: the only saving grace we ha- it has is that Coolio's in it.
2: Ooh. That's, I mean. Just this
0: random Coolio.
2: Just like a Batman and Robin.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: Coolio.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's Empire what i was say. Empire space battle. Um. Yeah, Uh regards to Bloodlust, one of the things they change is the depiction of the, I guess you call it a female lead, I don't remember her name, but she's part of the uh, group of mercenaries that are playing counterpoint to D in that movie. Layla? Um, Layla, is that her name?
2: That's her name in Bloodlust.
0: Okay, Oh well, yeah, then that's her name. And uh, something to note, it's the reason why I was hesitant to read the novels. I may get around to him eventually. The guy who writes Vampire Hunter D is... Uh, <laughs> excuse me. That's equal parts heartburn and wine, which is tragically gone already. Um, guy by the name of Hideyuki Kikuchi. Yeah, Apparently he's a good writer. He's effing prolific. But uh, he's kind of a perv. Not like the good guy. He's a very weak works. Uh, Joe, have you heard of Wicked City?
1: I have. That was, I remember that anime. Oh, I remember that anime. Did he write that? Yeah, he wrote the novel it was based on. Oh, that explains a lot. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's uh, very into the Leipy bits and uh, the novel um, that Bloodless is based on. The uh, mercenary brothers are not the cool dudes you see in the anime. <laughs>
1: They're
0: not only like these like merciless ass mercenary motherfuckers but they also like sexually abuse Layla. Because mm.
2: damn that's crazy because she was really badass in Bloodlust. Like she was yeah. like I said my favorite character she was she just looked cool. She had, like, a cool voice actress. Um, like, really, she was... I liked her so much, I would would like to see... I think she could have had her own series or something.
0: Yeah. She could do, like, a side story about her. Another movie. Miniseries. Whatever. She's got enough going on. But, um... But, you well, know, I want to say, much like the uh, female lead in Vampire Hunter D, her, like role outside of being a secondary protagonist is to endure tragedy porn mm. because good God how in the case she... of both people just die around them
2: yeah how does her story end in in the 85 movie
0: um, it's a different girl in the 85 movie and um, I guess ultimately happy uh, she escapes the clutches. Of the psychotic count, uh, her and her brother are still alive and can live peacefully again. Oh, uh, that movie think... starts with her getting bitten. Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm thinking of a different character then. Layla, I don't know if Layla was in the original then.
0: No, she's not. Oh, okay. There's no indicating how much time passes between these, so. Uh, okay. Hmm. So
2: there's a continuity then.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, like like I said, this uh, Van- Bloodlust is supposed to be based on the third book.
2: Hmm. Oh, okay.
0: And the original anime is based on the first.
2: Oh, I see. So it's not a, a remake. It's just kind of a similar yeah. telling of a, a similar story.
1: It's another story in that world oh, I see. featuring Geek. Hmm. hmm. But uh, but Lionel, like speaking to what you were saying about the writer being a little bit of a perv, that kind of showed a bit in the the 1985 one with um the main character, the I guess what's her name, Dol- Dolores Doris, I don't remember or- what, ex- what exactly her name was, but uh, it, it I found it really strange that when she first encountered D and she was kind of uh, she was saying that if he took the job to kill the vampire. That she would pretty much do anything for him. I mean, literally anything. Uh, as she was, as she said, <laughs> as she was blushing, which I was like, "Whoa, damn, woman! You just you don't even know this guy, and you're just gonna throw yourself at him." Yeah, there's a couple things about that scene. One,
0: when it starts, her design changes. It was <laughs> like, yeah, the movie starts with uh, her being like maybe like a potentially abducted or at the very least implied to have been bitten by. Uh, Count magnets, yeah. and the next time you see her, her designs change. Specifically, her hair, her bangs are gone. And I was sitting there, yeah. The count give her a haircut. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Yeah, they went to pigtails for some reason or something. It was but, yeah, like like the moment she
0: goes from like pretending to be a hard ass to back to being the damsel, she goes back to looking normal. And I was like, okay, what the fuck was that about? Yeah, that was very um, weird. And um, she, it's kind of unfortunate because everything about her design makes her seem like she's going to be cool and she has some ability I think that kind of both explain her combat ability and explain some of her ineffectiveness and in that uh, she says her father was a werewolf hunter yep And they then go to explain that hunting werewolves and hunting vampires are very different beasts mm. uh, no pun intended
1: mm. Yeah, and I, I guess Man, he got his
0: father killed.
1: <laughs> everyone's dying around here. And then a, another thing that I noticed too, which I thought was just like, <laughs> like like they did just, this just intentionally just because they could, was when the doctor had turned into a vampire and they, they were driving down the road or something. She Rips, rips, yeah, there was a nip slip for rips, for no rips, reason at rips, all. Rips, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean there was absolutely no reason for that to happen, and it just the, the boob just popped right out. It's just like I mean, <laughs> it sounds
2: just like standard affair for eighties an anime. Yeah, but, it's, but it's, it's funny. But it's interesting. because yeah, just like eighties I, movies. I I, the- I didn't get the I didn't get any real pervy vibes out of Bloodless. Hmm. I mean, there's well, just no. a, a little bit of titties, but there's no, like, nipples and it's... Nobody's ever really sexualized.
0: It's... uh, Bloodlust was more of an adaption than the 85 anime. Like, certain things were changed in the 85 anime for both time and some of the designs are altered. Namely, uh, Ray, the crazy space warping guy with the blade boomerang. But, um... And I think Magnus' abilities are different. They're more like, uh, what's-his-name's in Bloodlust? The crazy weaponized cape. But, um... Sorry, brain fart. Um, yeah, in the case of Bloodlust, it's they took a lot more liberties, li- liberties with adapting this. Like, one of which being making Layla a capable protagonist rather than great bait.
2: Mm, but yeah. That's what she was in the uh, the book.
1: Pretty much. I mean, everyone kept saying. No, in the book. Oh, in the book. Sorry. Okay.
2: She's not in the first. Uh,
1: that's book. what I've read. I haven't read the books
2: proper. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I was
1: specifically
0: looking up differences yeah. between the two.
2: And yeah, when did Bloodlust come
0: out? A lot of information about Bloodlust 2000.
2: Hmm. What a difference fifteen years makes.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, it came out two. It's it's Bloodlust was, I think it's definitely the. <laughs> I know I wasn't supposed to watch it, but it's definitely the prettiest anime that I've watched so far.
0: Um, yeah, I think the, the first one in its time. I remember that that being the most like beautiful thing I'd ever seen in my entire life when I first saw it, and that was like in the '90s. But I think the animation there was really amazing, the characters were stylized and all that stuff. So they wanted to stay with the tradition. Um They're actually, try- I think they announced in July of 2015 they're trying to do a new series, a CGI series for D. Hmm. And I think they're trying to keep that up with mm-hmm. the visual effects.
2: because yeah. There was definitely some computer enhanced shit in this, but it just was so well done that it's like I either didn't notice or didn't care because it was just so... It had this great merging of uh, CG and, like, hand-drawn animation, which you don't really see anymore. But uh, another thing I noticed was that it was definitely the same team that worked... They worked on uh, one of the Animatrix uh, episodes, which is a really good episode, but... But it's like wow, the animation looks so similar. The characters look similar, and the, even the 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 voice actors from the dubs are some of the same people.
0: Yeah, I think they're in the both of the cases. That's a uh, madhouse. Under um... God, why am I forgetting his name? Uh... Oh, Yoshiaki Kawajiri, who is my favorite person in anime who I like in spite of having like really huge flaws attached to him. Um, Kawajiri's a pretty beloved uh director in the States. Uh, not only is he he was behind Bloodlust uh one that, he's behind a lot of animes that were a lot of people's firsts out here, or just part of that early point of discovery, like uh Demon City Jinjuku is uh, another one of his. Maybe my favorite by him. Um, obviously, uh, Vampire Hunter Deep Bloodlust. Uh, Wicked City, which eh, has some good some bad. Uh, Ninja Scroll is another one. Hmm.
2: <laughs> What's his name?
0: Uh, Yoshiaki Kawajiri. Mm,
2: yeah, because I really I was love his uh, style. It's just
0: beautiful. I was up uh, well, I'm not sure if I'll do it, but I was planning to devote a month to his works, because I really like his stuff. Cool. Yeah, the stuff he makes is really good, and he's really good about like just pulpy shit. <laughs> I like. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Him, Kikuchi, and I guess another well-known director are attached to the Series they're working on. It's in pre production right now. Hopefully, it does well. Hopefully, we'll get a Vampire Hunter D, another Vampire Hunter D game of some sort
1: out of this. Yeah. Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, it's (laughs) kind
0: of. In a sense. Why is my phone screwing up? It wasn't a sense ruined for vampires after watching this anime because like the only thing I would really accept outside of this, like the most grounded thing I'll accept in regards to the vampires, is like Bram Stoker's Dracula and that was still over the top. Yeah, but, like... which
2: is... <laughs> I was definitely thinking about that while I was watching this. I was was I was watching this, I was putting it together that like I was like Let's see. Castlevania has been mentioned to me a lot. I know Jumping Kills likes Dracula, too. And now this... I was just like, Jumping Kills really likes vampires and <laughs> Dracula.
0: I like specific takes on vampires. Um, Dracula as a character is kind of interesting to me. Um, yeah, there's ties there. Like, uh, apparently... There's a character in Symphony of the Night who's supposed to be the son of Dracula named Alucard, and uh, D is... I think Iga uh, admitted to D being a influence on the character Alucard. Mm, that Which makes sense. Makes... Nice. As I want to say in both movies, they sort of imply that he is either the son or at least an ancestor of Dracula. they ancient ancestor their lord they they worship him almost like a deity you mean a descendant
1: yeah something like
0: that yeah
1: there was a mighty big painting of him
2: yep I still need to play Symphony of the Night
1: it's good it's quite good
0: yeah there's other things like I think uh at the end of every Castlevania game, you see uh, Dracula's castle sort of sinking to the ground, and the same thing happened to uh, Magnus's castle at the end of uh, the '85 movie. Mm. Um, I guess I can just talk about whatever I want. Um, <laughs> well, that really stood out to me in that movie that I didn't remember at first, and kind of when I saw it, it like made me glassy eyed for a minute is, Joe, I'm not sure if you noticed it, but you know, as uh, D's sort of riding off like a fucking pimp, you see uh, Dan and Doris like run up to the edge of this cliff to say goodbye to him. And at one point, I don't remember if it's in both dubs, because there's two dubs, but uh, you hear one of them say, tell D, we love you. Yeah. The shot of D looking at him in his eyes kind of like. Like he looks like he's about to cry, <laughs> like mm. a half. Second. And that's all you can see is his eyes because he's got like his like cape or cloak or whatever kind of pulled up over his face, and that really stood out. Hmm. It's interesting.
2: There's a there's a cut that out. I tried to, I'm trying not to say things are interesting anymore. Mm-hmm. After a mm. cat called me out. There's <laughs> a there's a similar interesting. Moment. There's <laughs> a similar moment in at the end of Bloodlust where, and I, I talked about it a second ago. But the plot boomerang. They uh, D has this moment with Layla where he. he doesn't he has
0: to, she say like I don't think anyone would remember me if I died or
2: something? Yeah, story. yeah, something like that. But he has to like bury himself or something, and then they they have that moment where they they say something and she makes a crack about him going to her funeral or, or leaving lilies on her grave or something like that. Um, but, uh, at the end, the very end of the movie, it flashes forward. And I didn't know I, it to a funeral. And I assumed it was for the, the girl who was in love with a vampire that, Oh, he's back and it's her funeral. But then there's a little girl that looks like Layla there. Um, Okay, we did see Layla as a, in a flashback earlier and and Dee's way off in the distance and the little girl goes up to him and she's like oh hey, my grandma told me about you uh, she said that you'd be here and and she's like oh and my dad would probably like to meet you, you want to come over to our house for dinner or something? <laughs> And he's like, "No," but he's like, "She once told me that she thought that no one would be around to mourn her when she died." I'm glad she was wrong. And then he takes off. But I really, I really liked that. I don't know.
0: It's a small thing, but you really get the feeling. This is why he does this shit. Yeah, and it's
2: something it's, I think I like it and because there is a lot of sorrow. It's something you don't see in vampire stories or that's not touched on too much with... Like, I've seen people talk about, oh, like, they say it in movies, it must be lonely being immortal or something, but it's like, that right there is, you never see someone... I've never seen that before, a time
0: jump like that. Yeah, um, they, they kind of... It's kind of a point of interest in the original anime and that like Count Magnus is a kind of dark take on that. Like he's telling his daughter at one point, like, I've lived for ten thousand years. Do you have any idea how much of a fucking demon boredom boredom becomes when you've been around for ten thousand years? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And he is he is out of his fucking mind. <laughs> but, like I mean, when you when you really look at what he's doing, he, it's like very typical villain shit. But that a little bit of information gives you the impression, like, yeah, he's insane. He is made brutally insane by immortality.
1: I like that as he's telling that to his daughter, and that's the excuse. The the, the boredom excuse is what he uses uh, for basically taking on all these human brides and just tainting their bloodline he's doing it because he's bored that's that's why he's doing it i thought that was funny that that's the whole reason why he's screwing up the bloodline just because it's been so long he just needs something to do so
0: it's it's like the the thing that uh keeps his interest the longest
1: yeah and then he said like every 50 years he just tosses them aside and does it again and it's just just for shits and giggles, pretty much. That's yeah. That's what he's doing it for. Just to keep him yeah, going. insane. Yeah.
0: Like, uh, what'd you think of the, uh, I guess, like the designs in Bloodlust? Like, <laughs> uh, just the it was, random shit you see.
2: It was. <laughs> when I first started, I was just. I mean, it kind of won me over, and honestly, part of. Layla's design was why I liked her too. Um, she seemed like she was from a different anime. But like all the the dudes she was writing with were crazy. Like their outfits were insane. And uh, D's very over the top but it's I mean when I was watching it at first I was just like this kind of seems a little like it's a little juvenile like like this is somebody who just sat down and was like, and this guy looks like this, and he can do this, and he can jump really high, and he can do this and this.
0: Yeah. Like somebody just went up to his desk and was like, "Draw me some cool ass shit."
2: Yeah, and, and he then wasn't and talking then,
0: to him. He was talking to like him in middle school.
2: Yeah, pretty much, and especially when it was like when he's there's a shot of him like riding his horse that he's being talked to by some strange voice that sounds like. Oliver Platt uh, it's not but it's a weird middle-aged voice and I'm like is this another talking horse mm-hmm. and then it's like oh it's his hand like what his hand is talking like yeah. is a lot, a lot of dis- <laughs> uh, a lot of the side characters seemed really gimmicky but um, I did like the way it looked um, like once I got kind of past that, uh, I thought D is very over the top. Um, definitely uh, looks like he'd be at home uh, on Halloween in the Castro. <laughs> but uh, he like when they are the, the last fight scene when he's fighting the the bad dude or the 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 uh, not the bad dude but the vampire man. Um, I thought that guy actually reminded me of. Uh, one of the characters from Devil May Cry. I think his name's Virgil or something. Yeah. But um Yeah, the I know some of them I like better than others. Like Layla was really cool. I think the I forget her name, it was like Creamaria or Clitora or some shit, the bad vampire lady at the end. She looked crazy. She reminded me of like uh Ultimacia and Final Fantasy Eight. Mm
0: mm. Yeah, yeah. I me, mean, I like, I like both. I think they're both like visually interesting and just another aspect of that world that really appeals to me. Um, D was interesting for me back in the day because I hadn't—I won't say I hadn't really seen a character like him, but that was not what a hero looked like to me back then. He wasn't mm. big or muscly. He was like all wearing all black. He looked more like the primary villain's lieutenant. Yeah. But, you know, he's going in there doing all this heroic shit, and he's got, like, this dark nature he's wrestling with. It was kind of my first time with that kind of character. Was he your first Byronic character? I guess so. Hmm. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, some... Uh, I guess uh, I gotta touch on some weird stuff before we close this out like uh, <laughs> Joe do you remember D's Technicolor orgasm yeah <laughs> that was a, yes that was a scene
2: explain this to me
0: okay so here's what <laughs> happens um, apparently the much like a lot of vampire fiction a lot of the like more primal aspects of vampire nature are kind of tied to sex um um mm-hmm. At this point in time, uh, Doris, the girl who's, like, contracted him to uh, kill Count Magnus and free her from all the awful shit he's going to do to her, throws herself at him. Granted, at this time, it's not, like, a matter of payment. The idea is that she's legit falling for him. And, uh, you know, she's, like, trying to hold him half-naked and that's when you see the fangs come out. His eyes start glowing. And I guess it's supposed to be the vampire nature. Flash <laughs> shit trying to take over and make him get all rapey. And he's like... <laughs> he kind of leans back and starts shaking. And the screen gets all stroby. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And he's like, just kind of groaning like...
2: And <laughs> like blank. Man. I know
0: it's supposed to... yeah no it's supposed to be him kind of resisting that primal urge but Mm -hmm. it looked like he was jizzing in his pants just trying to hold him back trying to hold him back and then his hand gives him shit for not doing anything (laughs) (laughs) his hand is a
2: dick his hand is so weird (laughs) it sounds like a fucking 50 year old fat guy Mm -hmm. I
0: I actually like it cuz um there, okay so I talked about there being two dubs one was the original dub made in like the 80s or early 90s and then there was a redub made I want to say maybe 2015 14 not too long ago and they uh yeah they uh changed voice actors altered some of the terms fixed some things and left some things in they probably should have kept out and they changed the voice so it had like this sort of demonic aspect to it, and the voice, the his hand, because of that demonic aspect, sounded like some kind of psychopath. Hmm. And whereas in I don't remember what he sounded like in Bloodlust, but I know in the eighty five movie, <laughs> he sounded very much like a comedian making fun making fun of like some guy that didn't talk so much. <laughs> Like, I couldn't pick, help.
2: He picks out the weird looking guy that looks shy in the front
1: row.
0: Yeah. Like, I couldn't help. But imagine. Well, it's kind of like if you've seen Afro Samurai, the way you have Afro walking around, just kind of being moody and not saying anything. And you have that ninja guy with the Sam Jackson voice just talking all kinds of shit, but possibly vocalizing what Afro is actually thinking it's a kind of like that, except imagine if the ninja just straight berated him all the time. Um, the point is, is in the original dub. Yeah. It's, he sounds very much like a normal ass dude. And I think that works better.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. What does he sound like in the sub?
0: Um, I don't know. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of the sub. Um,
2: I think the hand thing is. I wish I. I don't know. I feel
0: like,
1: <laughs> I, I like, think it, D. It's, it's like, like Jafar counter-
0: and Iago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of is. I
0: think I think D needs something, especially in points when there aren't characters around him to do the talking.
2: Yeah, because he doesn't say a lot. Yeah, I mean, I I get it, but I feel like I don't know why a hand couldn't it have been a bird or something. They expl- What's the? That's, where does the hand come from? They said it's like some kind of plague or like.
0: it's either a like disease. a familiar, or it's some kind of uh, possessed. Like his hand is possessed. The way, kind of like how liquid lives on in this arm.
1: <laughs> or like in the Evil Dead. Yeah.
0: Or like in the Evil Dead, except he doesn't cut it off.
1: Some other guy does. Yep.
2: Mm, I've never seen
1: it. You've never seen The Evil Dead?
2: Nope.
1: Army of Darkness? No. No. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Joe, in Army of Darkness
0: doesn't the hand become a character? Yes,
1: it does. Yeah, those movies are fa- fucking fantastic. I love those movies. Did you just um, did you not have a desire to see them or you just never got around to seeing I
2: just, them? I just I didn't like horror when I was little ah, okay. and I just didn't couldn't take it seriously and as I, I don't know, know, I, just, I, I just haven't gotten around to it yeah.
1: yet. It is comedy. It's like comedic horror. So yeah. I mean I will eventually. Well, yeah. The first Evil Dead is actually a serious horror movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Um Evil Dead Two is where the comedy comes in and Army of Darkness is like a sequel to Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Evil Dead Two is a remake of Evil Dead One with humor injected into it.
1: Also, um, like Lionel, since you've seen those, and like when you eventually do see it, I would like highly recommend watching the TV series that just ended. The first season just ended. It's really, really good. Especially if you watch yeah. the movies. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't know there was one. They just it um it aired on Halloween this year, uh, 2015. So it's a new mm-hmm. it's a new series. It's it's if you see the movies, it's like spot on to them. It's really good. It's, story, it's actually yep. Zena, So that's... that's pretty oh,
0: yeah, Lucy Lawless. Yeah. It's,
1: it's really good stuff. I was going to say, Mike, I know you know about Army
0: of Darkness at the very least. It was like on like a full page spread for that thing in every comic book ever.
2: Well, yeah, I know what they are. I've just... I haven't sat down with them
0: yet. Yeah. Um... I think so. Um... Anything else that I want to touch on. Oh, um, yeah, in that Sentai film work stuff, that's the new depth. Uh it's mostly pretty good, but there's one thing they like translated there that I kind of wish they would have left out. Uh Joe, you remember that part where uh they're looking at the moon, and there's there's they say, like, okay, it's gonna be a sanguine moon. It's like the blood's gonna be like the mm-hmm. moon's gonna be like and on that day, vampires don't feed on one because it's considered uh, like a foul act, right? Yeah, it sounds like something they just kind of made up for the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. So they um, retranslated that bit in the um, the Sentai Filmworks dub, the new dub, and they say in that one, it's like this is uh, considered a, this uh, this uh, red moon. It's called a woman's moon. It happens once a month. Vampires don't feed on women during this moon because the blood is considered dirty.
2: Interesting.
0: I know Mike picked up on the issue with this. That's uh, different.
2: I mean, I think it's funny.
0: Uh. Yeah, but they're talking about this shit like it's a thousand percent serious. It's kind of... Like I kinda maybe you should have left that out since iPhone works. Mm, That's I all mean, I'm if saying. It's,
2: if it's in the original, why not keep it in? <laughs>
0: Cause it's stupid.
2: <laughs> I don't get how the blood is dirty just because it comes out. I mean they don't drink it from there, but the other blood should be fine. It doesn't make and sense. And then I don't know what
0: vampires do. Hmm. Uh. Count Max is superb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently his name, Count Magnus V, is, uh, stuff Christopher Lee, specifically his depiction in, like, one of the old Dracula movies. There's a lot of weird characters over the course of the novels. Um, I started to fall into a wiki hole, but decided against it. Uh, I think we got enough here. So, uh, Recommendations. Uh, even Shidi Shinjuku, you'll probably enjoy. Um, it's also worth it to check out uh, Ninja Scroll, though. Let's see, what else? Uh, other, an- other animes that were adapted from uh, Kikuchi's works, uh, Dark Side Blues. It's kind of got that look to it. But much like D, it, it's hard to make sense of the anime. <laughs> It looks nice. Um, I also want to mention, and I don't remember it too well, but I remember it feeling similar. Uh, Joe, I think you may have had this anime. It was called The Twilight of the Dark Master.
1: Mm, I don't remember. I just swore you owned one of those. I probably did. I had a lot of anime I never watched that I just owned. Yeah, you had a huge
0: pile of shame back then. Yeah. I think me and Ed were making fun of you at one point because we were like indicating we may have seen more of your anime than you had.
1: I would not be be surprised on that one. I just collected it. Just sure. I co- I collected it just so I knew I had it and others didn't. So
0: yeah. Well, no, but <laughs> you were you were like a library for it. You just let us borrow shit whenever.
1: Oh yeah, totally. I was so full. Like of myself. I'm pretty sure. You got
0: all of Grappler Baki just so I could borrow it.
1: Pretty much.
2: Where'd you get all your money from?
1: I don't know. My my parents just... I think my mom got me all the anime back then. All I remember is that I would just say, this is the anime I wanted, and she would get it for me or something.
0: And you didn't yeah, watch
1: it? Um... No. I just, it just... I had problems. I was just... Uh, um,
0: me and, uh Ed suspected that uh, Joe's mom was the kind of person who was who happened to be around when things fell off the back of trucks.
1: Yeah. Which is to say Joe
0: well, for a while you thought your mom may have had mob ties.
1: Well, she also was really into anime as well, so she watched a lot of it too. Yeah.
0: She was into a lot of foreign stuff.
1: Yeah, um, she we we'd always take lots of trips to the Japan town in San Francisco and go to the mall there and rent lots of movies and videos from the Japanese <laughs> store well it wasn't even that I remember she was like she kept yelling at me because I, I told her I'd
0: uh, record some show called some British show called East Enders for her and I never did
1: <laughs> yeah she watches a lot of she loves a lot of international stuff
2: mm-hmm. but anyway I only met your mom once
1: Really? When did when was that
2: it was when we before we went to Vegas.
1: Oh yeah, I went
2: to your house. There you go. I, 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 the only thing I remember was I think she had grayish hair and she was short.
1: Yes, <laughs> she is. She's she's good. People say
0: so anything you guys have to recommend.
2: Nosferatu.
1: <laughs> Blows. It's,
2: it's, it's a good movie. Um, it should still be on Netflix.
1: Didn't he hop? He didn't actually. I think am thinking of something else. That's I think something. you're thinking of those Chinese vampires. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> yeah I think you're right. <laughs> what? Yeah, they, Chinese vampires hopped. <laughs>
2: Why? Yeah, they
0: hopped
1: with their arms out. Yeah. And, yeah. have like weird paper
0: things on their faces. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Their that's, weaknesses are a little different. Like, like They can't <laughs>
1: cross with water. Yeah, that's just how they moved. They, just, they hopped. What <laughs> I mean, the fuck? Yeah, it, it's very weird. <laughs> that's what they did, though.
2: I guess I've never.
1: Where did you see this? It's, it's it's just Chinese vampires. If you look them up, that's that's what that's how they were. Uh,
0: well, I think they pop up randomly in different stuff. And yeah, I don't remember the first time I saw one, but I know one of the characters in Dark Darkstalkers is supposed to be.
1: Yeah. Huh. The one with the purple face or something. I can't remember her name. Yeah, she's whatever. got the
0: big sleeves, and they have like random weapons pop out of them.
1: Yeah. Weird. Vampires. There's so many different kinds. Hmm. Um, oh, oh,
0: something you we've already talked about. Um, you might enjoy. Um, ugh, alcohol and heartburn don't mix. Why can I only remember that god awful song? Um, Blood I rain. Wanna be the
2: very best.
0: <laughs> no, that's a good song. Talking good about song. glamour is the answer.
2: Blood rain. Yeah, really oh yeah, so we happy. watched that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that was a thing.
0: It's like made in the same time, it has that same sort of uh, engine for like crazy hyper violence and nonsense stories.
2: Yeah, watch uh, the uh, Animatrix.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Just track down stuff by Kawajiri uh, You'll enjoy it. And, uh, the uh, parting words for the audience. Mm.
2: Eat my butt. Air no, butt. But only if you want to.
1: <laughs> Airbud? Did you say air bud? Oh, that movie. It says told him to eat his butt. Oh, I heard air he bud. Sugar bud. About the dog that played basketball. it was a weird movie. Yes it is. I kinda wanna watch it now. Air uh, bud. Okay. Yep. Chinese vampires hop Yes, they do
0: And I'm back from outer space and still feeling weird I'm still outside and nothing's changed This is my life Uh yeah <laughs> Sorry for any orn yeah, ornery-ness during the episode. Uh. Mike and Joe handled it well enough. I'm just. Yeah. Now I get to show you how awesome I am by doing the whole rigmarole without anything in front of me. So, here we go. <clears throat> Special thanks, as always, to the creator of our opening theme, Synthetic Highway. Said creator being Submorphine. Check them out on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com submorphine. S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. Special thanks also to Squareon, the creator of our uh, promo theme, Anime Raku. Okay, so I'm not as good at this as I thought. But uh, Check out Squareion at facebook.com slash and check out his uh, Flash project, Project Stick, at Facebook.com/slash Project Stick. If you want to hear more of us, ListenRadio.com. We're also on SoundCloud. You can talk to us on Facebook and get us through I- iTunes and Android. Um, Mike's show is Hyper90s Zeitgeist Band. You can find him on Twitter at Hyper90s, all spelled out. Uh, Joe's show is NAGP Returns you can talk to him at sorry, it's NAGP Resurrection and you can find him at NAGP Returns so, NAGP Returns yeah uh was it? oh yeah um if you happen to want to talk to my spastic space case to ask you can find me on twitter at to Connect. I might have to redo this. I probably won't. Anyway, uh, thanks for enduring that. My attempt to stroke my own ego failed miserably. Anyway, have a good night, folks. People. Non-existent podcast listeners. the remaining bits of the 80s are here
2: yeah but i feel like it's almost all the
0: uh, i was kind of tuned in and out <laughs> uh are you guys taking the piss right now is this an unusual episode or just more of the same from my co-hosts find out in ninja guide